But at the end of the day, I've said this before and I'll say it a million times, you have to change to change. If your normal life does not include you taking care of yourself or, you know, implementing fat loss habits, you're not going to sustain those weight loss results. Welcome to The Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. All right, welcome to episode seven of The Mindset Diet, where we will be talking about the perfect mindset for fat loss. So, you know, we've talked a lot about things that can hold you back on your weight loss journey, and today I want to go into the details of what is actually gonna move you forward on this journey. Of course, before we get into the details of today's episode, I have to take a moment to thank you for listening to the show in the first place. If you're a new listener, welcome, and if you are a recurring listener, welcome back. If you enjoy the show, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a five-star rating or review. I'm not sponsored by anyone. There's no money involved with this. So it would be awesome to, you know, be able to leave that review for me. And hopefully the show can get noticed by more and more people. Okay, now that our little intro's out of the way, let's hop right in. So today's episode, like I said, is going to kind of set you up for the proper mentality when it comes to actually trying to lose fat. And it's been inspired by my own personal journey right now. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I've been on a recovery or reverse diet for a few months here, trying to heal my gut health um, and my relationship with food actually. And you know, it's gone very well, definitely seen big improvements in my gut health, big improvements in my relationship with food, the way I think about food, my body, hunger signals, and and so much more, right? But as I've been talking about, um, and by the way, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, totally okay, but I do recommend you go back and listen to those because it's going to make this episode make a little bit more sense. Um, Of course, I'm going to provide context for you so that you don't have to go back and listen to six episodes worth of the show. Um, And and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. So back to what I was saying, I have spent the past five or so months really increasing my calories, like I said, to work on my gut health and stuff. And, um, you know, of course that has caused me to gain weight. Now, some of that weight has definitely been muscle. I can see in in the way I look and how strong I am in the gym, but quite a bit of that is fat as well. And that's to be expected when we're working on our metabolism and we're working on gut health and things along those lines, right? But I'm at a point right now where I'm feeling quite uncomfortable with the amount of body fat I have on my body. Despite the fact that people are telling me that I look good, um, I just don't feel good at the level that I'm at. And I think that, you know, that's a point to be made right there that, you know, so long as you have a healthy amount of body fat on your body, if you want to decrease it a little bit, it shouldn't matter what other people say, right? You are in control of your own body and you should have the right to gain fat, lose fat, gain muscle, lose muscle, whatever you want to do with it. And so I'm in a spot right now where I actually would like to lose about five of the 10 pounds that I gained. Um, I'm not really in a rush. I am kind of loosely thinking that it may happen by the end of the year. So today's December 1st, 2022. It would be awesome if by January 1st, 2023, I've lost about four or five pounds, but I'm not 
Um, I'm not gonna obsess over that number happening that quickly. So the reason I want to talk about the perfect mindset for weight loss or fat loss is because I actually had an experience just a few days ago that reminded me of how important it is to set yourself up mentally for a diet. So, you know, most people when they are starting a diet or a fat loss phase or a cut, all of those words are kind of synonymous for me, um, you know, they take those before photos. And so on Monday of this week, I actually didn't have time to take the before photos. So I took them on Tuesday as kind of my like day one picture even though it was technically day two of my cut. And I took the photos using one of my tripods, so it was just me. And, you know, I obviously snapped the photos and took a moment to look at them. And I was honestly super, super discouraged with myself. Now, granted, I had just finished my period, so I still had a bit of bloat going on. But, you know, I was just not happy with what I saw in those photos at all. And I had planned to go to the gym that day. I had like 200 client calls ahead of me, um, you know, so I had a busy day and I was just like, damn, I really feel like I'm in this deep hole right now. Like, what's the point of even trying? It's going to be such a pain to try and, you know, restrict my calories and be in a fat loss phase and be more intense and be more disciplined. And so I honestly started off my cut feeling quite discouraged and I even, you know, talked to the members members of our Facebook community about it. And I was like, you know what, this is no way to, to start this off, right? Because what happens when we feel discouraged like that, either we give up or that kind of inner rage starts to, to fuel our decisions, which is not smart, right? We've talked about the difference between self-love and self-hate in the past. And if I start out my journey hating myself because I don't like what the progress photos showed me, then I'm going to be far more likely to make, you know, decisions later on in my cut that aren't necessarily sustainable or even smart. So that whole experience really got me to stop and think like, all right, how do I need to set myself up mentally to lose these five pounds? And these strategies that I'm going to talk to you about today can be applied to you if you want to lose five pounds or if you want to lose 50 pounds, it doesn't matter, right? The first thing I had to talk to myself about was to really set realistic expectations for this. So what I like to recommend that my clients do and also, you know, try to take this advice myself is to have high standards, but low expectations. So what does that mean? When I say high standards, I mean high standards for yourself. So don't have low expectations for the journey and for yourself because you're just not going to put in the work that you need to to see the results that you're looking for. So high standards of yourself, meaning you're going to hold yourself to a high standard. You're going to show up for yourself. You're going to expect yourself to be disciplined, expect yourself to be consistent, but have low expectations of the journey, right? So something as simple as scale fluctuations is where I want you to have of low expectations. I want you to expect the scale to not change because if you expect it to, you know, consistently go down, you're going to be setting yourself up for quite a bit of disappointment. And I think many of you have done that before. So set those expectations really, really low and set yourself up to exceed those expectations by setting high standards for yourself. You know, the next thing you need to do when it comes to expectations and having realistic expectations is to ask yourself honestly, like, are you ready for fat loss? Are you actually ready for fat loss? Have you been, you know, dieting consistently for like six months and you're at this crazy plateau? Because maybe a fat loss journey is not what's going to move you forward there. In that situation, I'd actually like to see you kind of assess your metabolism and see if you can go through somewhat of a reverse diet similarly to how I did um, and expect yourself to not lose weight during that period, but rather restore your hormones, your energy levels, your metabolism, etc. 
All right, so the next thing I did to set myself up mentally for this fat loss phase was remind myself that a fat loss phase requires you to be in a season of discipline. So I've actually heard this from several of my mentors before to think of life in terms of seasons. So there are going to be seasons where work is more important to you. There's going to be seasons where family life is going to be more important to you. There are going to be seasons where your health is most important to you. And in a fat loss phase, you need to understand that it's going to be a season of discipline. You're going to have to be more disciplined with yourself. You're going to have to make more sacrifices. But at the end of the day, I've said this before and I'll say it a million times, you have to change to change. So you have to understand that this season of your life needs to change into one where you're going to be a little bit more disciplined with yourself, going to be okay with making more sacrifices and going to be okay with changing how you're living right now. That being said, you should not be doing something so extreme during your fat loss phase that you can't wait to stop doing it, right? So this is where people fall into uh, a kind of trap with things like keto and Octavia and all these diets that are really extreme is that they're, you know, they're sort of going into their diet with the idea that like, I'm just going to do this for 30 days, you know, 60 days, 90 days until I lose the weight. And then I can go back to my quote unquote normal life. If your normal life does not include you taking care of yourself or, you know, implementing fat loss habits, you're not going to sustain those weight loss results. So you should not be doing something that doesn't feel sustainable. The next thing that I did to mentally prepare myself, actually not only myself, but myself and my friends and family for this phase, for this season of my life, for this fat loss, was I actually discussed my mindset with my friends and family and loved ones, and I asked them to sort of shift their mindset around it as well. So for example, my roommate and I, we love going out to dinner about once a week, trying a new place in our area, and I had to have a conversation with her and say, look, as much as I love doing that, I'm in this phase right now where I really don't wanna be eating out too much because I can't really control my portions when I eat out, I can't really accurately track what I'm eating when I eat out, and I'm not saying that I'm never going to eat out with you again, but right now in this season of my life, I'm not going to be eating out. And, you know, she was totally fine with that. In fact, she appreciated that I had that conversation with her because, you know, for example, if next Friday she's like, hey, do you want to go to the Indian buffet we like going to? Um, And I say no, she's not going to be offended by that. She's going to know it's because I'm working on losing fat right now. So I highly recommend you do the same thing. This is especially important with your partner, right? Because I can't tell you how many women I work with, they love going on, you know, date nights with their partner. And all of a sudden they, you know, they don't want to do that. And their partner's like, what's going on? Is there something wrong with us? Like what's happening? And they don't, you know, they didn't set that expectation for them. And so it comes out of the blue. I can tell you right now, it's a lot harder to say no when that situation arises, when, you know, when your partner asks you, hey, do you want to go out here or there or whatever, than it is to just not even have that conversation in the first place because you set up their expectations correctly. And they know that they probably shouldn't ask you over the next few weeks or few months if you want to go out to dinner as your date night, right? Because they're respecting, hopefully, that you don't want to be tempted by, you know, food that may potentially make you overeat will be hard for you to track X, Y, and Z. All right. And last but not least, this is going to sound so counterintuitive, um, but I actually want you to prepare yourself for a fat loss journey by getting yourself excited to fail. 
Okay, know that you will fail, know that you will have setbacks and know that the only way to actually truly fail is to totally give up on the journey altogether. I'll give you an example of this and this is something that I want to work on with my coaching. I've had clients enter a fat loss phase and then get sick like a week into it. And when they get sick and they have to take the week off and they're not exercising and they're not really eating the amount of calories that we discussed would be good for fat loss and all of that, they get so discouraged. They feel like it's such a big setback. They feel like they're the victim of life, that something bad always happens. This is why I'm still overweight. This is why I never lose fat, yada, yada, yada. And I, you know, I myself as a coach didn't do a good enough job of reminding them that shit's going to happen. There are going to be setbacks, there are going to be obstacles, and that you have to get excited to fail. Because when you fail, you get it out of the way and you're one step closer to success, right? So if I told you that if you do something 10 times, you're going to fail the first nine, but on the 10th one, you're going to succeed, you're going to be really excited to fail those first nine times so you can get to that 10th time where you're going to succeed. Your fat loss journey is no different. You're going to fail multiple times. You're going to have to work your way through that, but you have to remember that that 10th time is going to be when you reach your weight loss goal and when you succeed. So I know that was a quicker episode and I tend to talk fast. So hopefully you caught all of that. Um, if not, I'm going to reiterate anyways, you know, the, the perfect mindset for fat loss, right? So the perfect mindset for fat loss is one where you have realistic expectations, you understand that you're going to be in a season of discipline and a little bit of sacrifice. You're going to share this mindset and your ideas with your friends and family and loved ones so they can hopefully support you on your journey. And most importantly, you're going to have a mindset that allows you to fail without judgment that actually has you getting excited to fail because you know that each failure brings you one step closer to a success. So with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. I'm really hoping some of that resonated with you, that there were some golden nuggets of information or maybe even a little bit of inspiration in there to remind you of, you know, the importance of setting your mind up for a fat loss phase. As always, I would love, love, love to connect with you all. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at builtbybalance underscore Iman. I post a lot of clips from the podcast on there, as well as a ton of other helpful information and content. Also, you are always more than welcome to join my private Facebook community. It is called the Female Fat Loss Blueprint. You can search it up on Facebook and request to join. I post a ton of live trainings in there, talk a lot about my personal journey and stuff. So if you want to follow along on my fat loss journey with me, that is the place to do it. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you share it with your friends and family, post it on your social media, and most importantly, leave me that five-star rating and review so more people can listen and benefit from the information. Thank you again for listening. I will see you in the next episode, and I am wishing you wellness.